episode of Worth and Wine. Welcome uh, to our last episode of our season. Yeah, last episode of the season. Episode 10. Season 1. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in each week. Thank um, you. So we got Stella Mia, uh, Moscato and Peach. I picked it, so we you know, know who picked it. We know who picked it. You know. We know who picked it. Anything that's sweet and not bitter, you know, just look it, look look my way. <laughs> I picked. I'll put. I'll pick it. You. She'll put you on. Okay. Got a full glass over there. Yeah, yeah, because I know it's you. good. I already know it's good. Today's topic: we are going to be talking about the beautiful and toxic coronavirus <laughs> that has been surfacing around the world. And we just think that we just want to bring some awareness to it, talk about it, educate as much as we can, give some knowledge, drop some knowledge, share what we think, our opinions, and then whatever you guys have. Right. So here we go. Cool. Hold oh, on. sorry. Cheers. Cheers. Don't be rude. Mm. I want my credit. I mean, this is this so is sweet. It doesn't even taste like wine. Exactly. That's the point. It's good. It's an everyday refreshing beverage. It's like sparkly juice. Peach juice. It's really peachy. Okay. Kicking it off. How do you feel about the coronavirus? Great kickoff question. How I feel. Do you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, um, as many of you know, if you don't know, this is your first episode with us. I am half Italian, so I do have exactly half of my family on um, in Italy. Excuse me. And so it's kind of scary on that aspect just because Italy was hit pretty bad, just like China and a few other countries. Um, so it definitely worries me having my family out there just because we're not able to like be there for them or they're not able to travel to us if they needed to. Um, so it's scary just because communication is kind of delayed just due to time zones and things like that. But now with this whole lockdown that they're doing in Italy, it's definitely scary. But I'm praying that everybody's okay. Yeah. I'm praying this passes over quickly and that everyone can get back to normal and things can get back to normal because we've had a heavy 2020 like yeah. Kobe dying the coronavirus like it's we've been being hit pretty hard so the man upstairs is definitely not happy with us yeah um and to like just you know play on that uh I think it's easy like when you're not affected by it personally yeah. um you know to kind of undermine it and everything because I know a lot of people were freaking out and stuff and you know ironically it was you know some religious people um even at my job you know devout in their faith right and um I'm just like you know God didn't give you a spirit of fear like Mm -hmm. what are you afraid of you know like everything's gonna happen the way that it's supposed to happen anyways and everything that we've been through up until this point we've survived it you know like the small businesses big businesses that have been hit they've you know some of them have withstanded the 2008 you know recession and so it's like you come back from that you can come back from this um Mm -hmm. you know certain things like that but it is different because i'm like in arizona where there's only like nine cases of it um and no one has died yet in in my state um and one of my military friends she is stationed in italy right in the midst of it um, where people are being quarantined like she can't even leave her house she said they, they have um, to travel with these slips and it's either like you're going to the emergency room or you're going to get groceries but those are the only reasons you can leave your house then if you leave and you don't have that slip with you the, the police can either find you or um, give you jail time so it's that serious you know and I think That's when you're on the wild right because when you're on the outside it's easy to make these memes right. and make these videos and joke around but like 
people's lives are, are really changed. You know what I'm saying? Like they're really quarantined. They really can't leave their houses. Their reality has changed for real. Um, so I think it's, you know, you got to take things in doses and understand that even if your situation is a little different, right. you don't know how drastic someone else's situation is, you know? And figure out how you can help, how you can contribute, whether that's, you know, donating right. to some kind of fund or whether it's your time or whether it's whatever. Yeah. Um, just figure out how you can help out and what you can donate to kind of help them out because we're all in this together at the end of the day. Like, we are a community. We're all in this together. We need to be helping each other out. And I think this is a real big test right. of how well we can come together. Have compassion together. on one another. You know, like, 100%. people you may not like, you know, with lifestyles and right. races that you may not get along with. Like, if you have something that they need, you know, I think that's a test too. How compassionate can you be? You know, are you so selfish that you're only focused on your survival or can you kind of lend a helping hand to other people? And that goes back to like, you know, the hoarding toilet paper, the whole, the hoarding, um, like different supplies and stuff like that. And how all our shelves are empty. That's crazy because nine times out of 10, the people who have done that are not elderly. And so now the elderly who are more susceptible to this virus, they don't even have the things that they need. They need to be protected. And then kind of like what we were talking about off camera, like instead of actually finding a permanent not a permanent, but a, a more so substantial solution, right. like getting vitamins and vegetables. Right. vegetables. And like, your citrus don't skip your, those aisles. Right, like those aisles are full, but like we can't toilet get toilet paper gone. and paper towels. Like, I mean, I get water, but... People ain't thinking long-term, though, too. Like, right. shouldn't... If this is a, a virus that you catch, if your immune system is low, don't you want to, like, boost your immune, immune system? Right. Why are you Make taking sure all the toilet paper? Like, that's what's crazy to me is that like once a trend starts like everybody just goes off this trend like like the whole um i was i'm even a victim of this because that whole nasa gravity situation where your broom can stand in the middle of your floor yeah i did that because i was like what they no way but it's just because i've never done it and so people gotta chill sometimes and knowledge is power. Right. So make sure you're doing your research, make sure you're reading things, even for myself. Right. Because you could get caught up in this trend and this wave of nonsense that you're forgetting and you're off focus. Like yeah. keep your priorities in line, research, ask questions. There's enough articles out there to make sure you stay well and not get sick, but just don't do crazy things and just don't do it because you saw it on the internet and everybody else is doing like, let's all go do it together. Like yeah. chill. Yeah. And be respectful, especially of your elders. Like, yeah. if people need help, donate, do as much as you can. But yeah. take care of your body. I think this is a huge sign for 2020 that we really need to be taking Health care of Health matters, you know what I'm saying? And it's, right. it's been, like, a trend for a few years. Like, all the celebrities are getting more in shape mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, Kevin Hart, like, people we know that didn't, like, have surgery, but right. they created lifestyle changes, you know? Um, and Even it's though their lifestyle, I mean... The way they go is so, like, 0 to 100. Yeah. And, like, their fridge looks so much different. Like, right. everything is so much different drastically but, and so quickly. But but it has been a trend to, like, get into yes, shape. And I think, absolutely. like, with this, it's not even about the working out aspect. But it's, mm-hmm. like, really protect your body, you know. Get your immune system up. Make sure your heart is healthy. Just different things. Because every year we're coming out with something anyways. You know, exactly. like, okay, now we have the coronavirus. But... You know, before we had, had the swine flu, swine flu, Zika, yeah. uh, Ebola, right. um, you know, all kinds of different things. H1N1. Like yeah. there's been so much throughout the years. We just have to be smart about it. Take care we just of your have temple. to take our precautions. You know what I'm saying? Take care of your temple. That's all I can say. That's do all I can do say. your due diligence. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. that's really what it comes down to. Yes. Take care of your temple. It's important. All right. Let's see. What are some important steps we should take to protect ourselves? Kind of covered some of them. Um, 
But just to reiterate, like, it's really just take care of your body, understanding your body, understanding the things that your body, you know, can take really well and can't take really well, understanding um, supplements you should take or vitamins you vitamins. should take, um, understanding that exercise daily. We're not even saying like you have to lift weights, like and walking outside, like just hydration is a big key too. Hydration's a huge thing. Your body's made out of water. Like make sure you stay hydrated, especially now that we're going into like springish summer. Um, stay hydrated. Even in the winter, stay hydrated. Water is very important. If you could do a gallon of water a day, you're the real MVP around here because <laughs> I'm still trying to do that. But it's very important. Your diet is 100% important because 80% of your diet, 20% of working out. Just natural things that you should have been doing already, like washing your hands. Why Why would Please. you touch your face after you've been outside and touching doorknobs and door handles? Be more mindful. Shaking hands at work. Why would you touch your mouth or your eyes anyways? Why? You know what I'm saying? Like, we should have already been diligent about washing our hands. You know, I sneeze and I can't get up and go to the bathroom. Okay, at least I could put some hand sanitizer on or something. something. You know what I'm saying? Like we should have already been being cautious of how we spread germs. Yeah. Like as much stuff as, you know what I'm saying? There's enough diseases, viruses, and infections out there anyways. Yep. To the point where we should just be cautious. It's funny because I was watching this video and we talked about it offline. Um, <laughs> the only people who should really be freaking nervous about this besides like elderly because they can catch it and they're older, their immune system is very different, um, are nasty people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're nasty, you don't clean, you don't wash your hands, you're just a nasty person, like, I'm going to pray for you. Yeah, if you have low hygiene already. We, that is definitely the number one thing you need to work on. That's the first step, your hygiene. So please take care of your hygiene. If you're a nasty person, this is a time to figure it out. Make a change. I haven't gone to the store one time. Like, everybody rushing to the store, like, we already have... This yeah. like the unless this, I'm out. Did some people not buy that before? Like y'all didn't right. have paper towels before. Right. You didn't have anything to wipe your ass with before. Like so, you had to take all the toilet paper now. All of it. We all we stay stocked paper. up with stuff, you know. But I yeah. guess everybody's not like that. So you gotta prepare yourself for the worst sometimes. So right. Do your due diligence. Take care of your body. Stay clean. Stop touching people. Wash your hands. Right. Don't touch your face. <laughs> What do you think is going to happen in the next six months? Um, hopefully, you know, in six months, we're in the process of recovering. Um, you know, it Tomorrow, took, uh, we're in the process of recovering? Yeah, because I think, too, the government kind of controls a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, So they put something out there. They create something because a lot of shit is, like, man-made or created or whatever. Right. Then the media reports on it, and then we feel a way about it. And right. our sentiment is kind of what controls, to a certain extent, the economy. We 100%. all feel negatively about it, so now all the stocks are dropping. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in a frenzy, so now we're over here rushing, and, and there's no toilet paper. There's no nothing on the aisles and stuff like that. That's because we're in a panic. Mm-hmm. Um, but... As time goes on, hopefully, like, we start figuring out how to manage it, how to maintain it. You know, the tests that are on back order, hopefully we can get enough tests so that people can, you know, be tested in a timely manner and get their results back and kind of confirm, okay, I don't have it, I'm good, or, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. When things start to normalize again, that's when everything can start to repair itself. Right now, because it was something super unexpected and it happened, then it created a frenzy. We don't know much about it. We don't have any cures. That's why everything 
it's so messed up right now mm-hmm. because it's new and it's it's not familiar to us mm-hmm. and we don't have any research we don't have any any knowledge about it right now right once we get a little more knowledge and a little more you know experience with it even though we do have the knowledge though because technically think, yeah. it's a virus it's another form of a virus so how we handle most viruses which end up you don't take medication typically because they don't really prescribe anything besides like pain medication if you're in pain because viruses have to run out of you so as long as you're healthy and your temple is healthy and you're taking care of your body and you're doing what you're supposed to do you're washing your hands you're not being dirty then you should be okay. Not saying that you can't catch something because the nature of germs and how things fly around here, there is a possibility. Right. But I think that we have the knowledge and we have everything we need to be able to find a cure or whatever the case may be. But what people are forgetting is that how smart our bodies are. Like, if you take care of your body, then a lot of these sicknesses that are going around this world, you not necessarily you would get because you're taking care of yourself. So there's a lot more you'd have to read into that. There's a lot of diets out there that you would have to really start implementing um, and just understanding your body fully because the doctors can tell you anything and give you anything. But if you have no knowledge, then you're just going to take whatever and do whatever and you're going to be back in this vicious cycle. You got to remember all these vaccines. And this is coming from somebody who does. I don't believe strongly in vaccines. So if you believe strongly in vaccines, then hey, that's for you. But vaccines typically have the virus in it. That's the only way your body's able to fight it and knows how to fight it. Yeah, because it gets your body familiar, like right. the flu shot. Exactly. So, I mean, if you just keep your body healthy, you do the things that you're supposed to do, stay clean, wash your hands, try to keep as much germs off of you and out of your space in your house, you're going to be okay. Yeah, I think, because I mean, you're saying like where do you think we'll be in the next six months. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this will be you know managed a little more properly, yeah. um, regulated a little better. And they then- just need to get it together. Get it together. That's when we can really start rebuilding. Because it's not even just about, like, the popular, like, people individually. But, like, as far as businesses that have taken a hit. You know, I'm working from home. Once we, I know, that's just work from home next week. Even though my positions already work from home, but my entire company is now working from home. So... My my company is so behind, bro. I'm so irritated. (laughs) We're definitely working from home. Which I'm grateful for because... To be honest, when I worked in an office, I used to always get sick because people would come into work sick it's because nasty. people don't want to use PTO, which it's I nasty, get. You bro. don't want to use PTO, you don't want to use sick days. But man, if you're sick, come in with a mask or something or isolate yourself. Do something where you are trying to like control the sickness. But working from home, like I don't get as sick as much as I used to just because I don't work around unfortunately nasty people all the time. <laughs> or people who come in sick. I can't say they're always nasty, but people who want to come in sick because they don't want to use sick time, which, again, I was one of those people. I'm going to have to use sick time. I'm all right. I can work. I'm weak. <laughs> but, but to yeah, get back on track yeah. for six months. Yeah, I think hopefully, you know, we're we're back in the rebuilding phase. Because yeah. really, it just, you know, once we're more familiar with it, things get a little more regulated. You know, the, the tests are not on back order anymore. We have access to resources that we need. Um, the frenzy is going to die down. Yeah. You know, so... I think in six months, um, the world is going to do a huge shift in the job industry just because I think a lot of businesses are going to start noticing that a lot of the work that they do can be done at home. So I think a lot of people are going to start eventually. It may not happen in six months. It might happen like next year or a couple of years from now. People are going to stop buying out properties or leases for their businesses if they're able to do them from home because it cuts down probably a lot of overhead costs but I think it sucks right now 
for everybody working from home and getting paid when they are still paying like yo you know what an actual rent that's crazy that and you said that because that. so think about like all these massive call centers mm-hmm. and it's like if you really can do your job at home then i don't have to have a big building nope my internet speed doesn't have to be as crazy nope. because like you're going to be working gonna be- from your house and you're going to be using your own internet I think there's going to be a huge shift That's crazy. in the business world um, come in the next couple of years. But in the next six months, I hope they get it under control. Stop freaking everybody out. Yeah. Um, what's crazy is my mom was in Italy. Yeah. And she was in Italy at the end of January to pretty much all of February because, um, unfortunately, my aunt had passed. Um, so she had went out there just to kind of do what she needed to do. But during that time, the coronavirus was starting to, you know, really build in Italy um but she was able to get back to the states before they started banding flights and for her to come home so that's amazing but you know as she did come back she did come from Italy and had the coronavirus and my mom is a doctor it was important for her to make sure she at least gets tested just to make sure she doesn't have it because she deals with people on a daily basis um so when she did come back to the states she called her primary doctor and asked like hey can I like get tested can you guys like figure this out Every person she called said, no, stay home. Stay home until you have a fever. And if you have a fever, then call us first, then you can come in. And I think that's a, that's a, big, that's, that's a big issue with everything. Mm-hmm. Instead of preventative me- you know, measures, we don't take preventative measures. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, now we have to figure out how to treat it. But it's like, if we try to prevent it, and then it doesn't happen, then we don't have to worry about treating it. Yep. But now we're too late. Like, why would you wait for someone to have a fever when you know you don't have a cure? You know what I'm saying? Like, so now these are symptoms of a, of a virus. Let's try to control it. And you don't it. have any solution for me after I actually catch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that shit is crazy, bro. And I got to keep calling you instead of just coming in. And I think, like, I get from, like, the healthcare side, like, you want to try to control the amount of germs and things that come into the facility. You can't control but that regardless, if though. somebody... On top of if somebody comes back and tells us they just came back from Italy where they had the most exposure, whether it's Italy, China, whatever other countries are the most exposed. I, I feel like for me, the first thing I would do is be like, okay, that's fine. Let's quarantine you at your house. So you don't have to come into the hospital. <laughs> but I'm coming to visit you as like a doctor and be like, want to make sure, let's get you tested. Let me get your blood work or let me swab your mouth or whatever. At least get that tested. So then while that's going in for results, you're still at home. You're not passing any germs. And we could at least let you know, especially since she's in the healthcare profession. Like, I just didn't understand that part of it. But I mean, hey, yeah. that's why I'm not working for the government because I would flip all the shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I think in the next six months, hopefully we have some better answers. Hopefully it's way more controlled than it is now. Yeah. Hopefully we can travel at some point. Right. Um, because these ticket prices are crazy low. <laughs> um. But hopefully we just have a better understanding of everything and we're able to get back on our feet. Yeah. And I hope everyone gets to work from home and get paid still. I mean, that's what I'm really hoping for everybody. I hope these student loans stop, though. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> for real. That'd be, that'd be but crazy. But one thing I do want to share is that I, I did see is that if you do go get tested for coronavirus, there is no cost associated with it. Whether there shouldn't you have, be. Whether you have insurance or not. So if you feel like you're sick, if you feel like you're getting something, if you're unsure and just want to go, go do it and just find out. But just so you know, there is no cost associated. With that being said, I don't think they're just going to let anybody take the damn test. So you might have to really be sick. 
to do this. So don't just think you can just go get a test just to see if you are or not. Yeah. Because I don't think it's going to be that easy. But just so you know, if you feel like you don't have insurance or you feel like you just don't want to have to deal with all the costs that are associated with it, it's covered. So you don't have to worry about that. So go get your testing on if you need to. Cool. All right. Well, this is our last episode for, for season one. Season one. We will be back in May uh, for season two. Yeah. Um, we're just going to take some time to revamp some couple things and introduce some new things we're super excited to share with you guys. Um, but we thank you guys so much for joining us for season one. It's been a fun ride. Please let us know if there's any things that we want us, you want us to, um, for us to talk about or share, anything like that. We're happy to discuss. Um, and we're excited for May. We have some super yeah. cool projects coming. So stay tuned. Make sure to follow us on all our platforms and make sure to follow us on Instagram at Words and Wine Podcast. Right. And thank you so much for joining. Cheers to season one. Hey. We made it. We made it. <laughs>